Hello and welcome to the Magnetic Woman podcast with me, your host, Pandora Paloma, a visibility and business mastery coach bringing a unique fusion of strategy meets spirituality to visionary entrepreneurs across the globe. With 20 plus years of communications experience and five years running my own online business, I help women in the online space and creative industries get seen and scale to their next level. This has looked like tripling their income in a year, getting fully booked in six months, sold out programs and executing five figure launches. Personally, I run my own multi six figure business. And in this podcast, I give you a behind the scenes of how I do this, my life and my method. If you're a visionary entrepreneur, mover and shaker, and you're ready to meet more of your magnetism, welcome to my world. Hello, 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 and welcome to this episode of the Magnetic Woman podcast. It's going to be a short, sharp burst of inspiration for you today. And what I want to share is five ways to build your wealth frequency. Now, this was the theme inside the Magnetic Year, my playground for shamanism, spirituality, and business. And what I'm sharing today is is not exactly based on what I shared in the month's transmission, but also combined with a few conversations that I'm having with clients where we're just really breaking down some of the simple things that we get to do to build our wealth frequency. And I'm sharing building your wealth frequency. But ultimately what I'm also saying here is making money. Like here's some ways that you can make money right now. So the first thing I want to say is stop trying to manifest it. The likelihood is if you are listening to this podcast, you're here because you have a business or you're thinking of starting a business, you're scaling your business, you got a side hustle that's going to become the business. And what I want to share is that business is not manifestation or manifestation only. Business is a science. If you want to scale, you've got to know what your business business strategy is. You, you've got to know all of the moving parts. You've got to be checking the data, tweaking, refining, optimizing to up level in what needs up leveling to get the next result. And I'm saying this because I think that there's been a huge amount of noise and a not so helpful narrative in the online space that we can just be in the energy. We can just be in the frequency of the money that we desire to receive. And absolutely, I am wholeheartedly behind that. But I'm also wholeheartedly behind business is a science not just manifestation. So if you are in a space right now where you're not making the money that you want to make, instead of the affirmations and the energetic work that you might be doing on raising your wealth frequency, I want you to think about what's the one simple thing that you can do today, tomorrow, this week, this month, that will support you in growing and scaling your business and secret source here. I guarantee that the first thing that comes to mind, that's probably going to be the simplest thing that you can do is the thing, is already the thing. 
like the amount of times I've spoken to clients and I'm like, do you think it's a case of just being a bit more visible right now and, and actually telling people about the program? And they're like, yeah, that's it, isn't it? <laughs> it's often the simplest thing that we really want to compl- make complex. We want to bring more complexity to when really it actually gets to be that simple. Like I just need to write the newsletter or I just need to write the sales page or ultimately 9.9 times out of 10, it will be, I just need to sell the thing. So number one, stop trying to manifest it. Number two is take it off the pedestal. Take money off the pedestal. You want to make more. You want to build your wealth frequency. You want to feel good, feel in overflow, feel abundant when it comes to money. You have got to take it off the pedestal. And I've only really understood and leaned into this as a concept in the last couple of years. And it's changed the freaking game for me. The reason being that nothing gets to define who you are, right? And no amount of money will ever, ever, ever correlate to your worth. And what can often happen is that we hold money on this pedestal. Once I meet that version of myself who makes that money, I will feel this. Once I have the business that has hit six figures, then I will feel worthy. Then I will be a good business person. And you can see that ultimately in believing that that is outside of you is the thing that could be blocking you. And often believing in the block itself is the block itself, right? If you think, well, I'm not good, worthy, valuable until... I've reached this place, then you believing in that limitation is the thing that's the limitation in itself. So take money off the pedestal. You are worthy, whole, complete, an incredible businesswoman in the making, right? Every step you take every day is building your mastery. And in knowing that it's, I am enough, I'm doing enough. I am choosing to be a leader, to be in my CEO mindset and not make it that having anything outside of myself is going to make me more because I'm already more and more and more and all of the more. So take money off the pedestal. And this might be an interesting concept for you guys to get your head around. And if it is, please do not be shy. Come and say hi over in my DMs because I would love to know what this brings up for you, taking money off the pedestal. It definitely was like edgy for me. Like, what do you mean? But what do you mean? Because then what about my goals? (laughs) And it's like, yeah, 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 that all gets to be there. But there's no hierarchy. It's like, you just go do the thing. You just keep moving forwards, holding that vision, but without attaching to it and putting the money on the pedestal. So if you want to come and share your thoughts, you can find me at Pandora Paloma underscore on Instagram. Now, the third one is I want you to get intimate with money. I want you to see money as the most intimate relationship that you have. And this might not be forever. We might not be talking, you know, long-term lifelong marriage here, but we might be thinking, I'm going to get intimate for the next month and see how that feels. I'm going to get intimate for the next year and see how that feels. 
knowing that any good relationship takes time and takes work. And that's not to say it's got to be hard, right? It's got to take some attention. It's got to take some communication. So you could start by asking yourself, what it, would it mean if I were already making the sum of money that I desire to make? And how would that change how I feel about money? Like you are already the most expanded version of yourself right now. And when you choose to operate from that place, you get to ask the question, if I already had everything I wanted, how would I treat money? How would I feel if money were my lover and I was so deliciously safe and supported in that relationship? And a big part of why I'm sharing this is I've been here before and I've seen it time and time again. I've worked with hundreds of women and money and the conversation of money and money mindset and energetics of money has come up time and time again. And I remember wanting to manifest more money, taking the action to build my wealth and yet not looking after it, not looking at it, not being intimate with it, not knowing where it was going, not knowing where it was being spent, but demanding that money work for me. Now, I don't know about you, but if I said to my partner, I want you to do all the things. I want you to cook me dinner every day. I want you to take the bins out. I want you to fill my car with petrol. I want you to drive me everywhere. But listen, I'm not going to do anything for you in return. I mean, that is not a ripe relationship, is it? And so ultimately why I'm sharing this is because if you want money to grow for you, you have got to treat it as a lover. You have got to give it some of your time and attention and love. We can only receive what we have the capacity to hold. And so if you want more money in your world, how much more love can you hold for yourself? If we can only receive what we have the capacity to hold, there is absolutely no point in you chasing the next six figures or the multi-six figures or the seven figures if you are not also seeing what's there in front of you and nurturing the relationship with that that thing that you already have. And from a nervous system regulated space or regulating point of view, when we are chasing the big next goal, but we're not getting comfortable with what we've already got, we're not getting comfortable with that sum of money, That can be the thing that stops us receiving the next big thing that we desire. Because if the nervous system is a hard no, that does not feel safe, it does not matter how much money you start to make. I guarantee that you are going to want to get rid of it. (laughs) And this is something, again, I've seen time and time again. This is my story. I make money really easily. 
But in the first few years of my business, and certainly when I was at university and chasing the ladder, the corporate ladder, I was making more and more and more and more. And I never had anything left over because money didn't feel safe in my hands. Having more did not feel safe. And so when you start to tune into treating money as a lover, you create that ripe relationship. And in that right relationship, you create safety. And in creating safety, you create and open the portal to receive more. And most importantly, keep it. So number three, treat money as a lover. And then number four is sell and not inform. So let me explain a little bit more about what I mean here. Back in 2021, prior to 2021 and up to 2021 in business, in the online space, it was a lot easier to sell. And what we're seeing across the board is that it's not that people are not buying right now, but sales behaviors or buying behaviors, sorry, have changed. And in accordance to that, we have got to bring in new sales strategies. And point five, I'm going to speak to that. But ultimately, there is a big difference between selling and informing. And I'm going to explain a little bit more about what I mean. So informing is write your piece of content and then the call to action being, I have one space left. Or the course has three sessions and three one-to-ones and the doors are open right? You're informing your audience of what's to offer, what it includes, what the features of the program are, how many spaces you've got left. But you haven't actually sold them why you and why your program or why your container, why your business. So there's an urgency there, but you're not selling. You're sort of hoping that someone will reach out to you based on you informing them that there is a space available. And that's not to say that that doesn't work. But in the current climate, you will make more sales if you are selling as much as or more than you are informing. So instead of saying there are five spaces left, you might want to explore sharing more about you and your uniqueness. So listen, I think I'm the best coach to support you in this theme because of these reasons and insert all of the amazing reasons. Or you might say, listen, there's five spaces available. And if you want to feel a different way of being supported in your business, if you want to become a master of strategy and energetics in a space that is so deliciously supportive alongside women who are going to pick you up when you feel down, then you want to be in my mastermind rooms. Like already I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm in. People buy through emotion and the emotion is your why, okay? People buy what they value and they buy your why, yeah? They don't buy what you do and how many sessions there are and they buy the who you are and the why you do what you do behind it. So ultimately in selling and not informing, you're highlighting your expertise. 
and ultimately what people are going to get out of of what you're offering or selling. So I created this course because of this, insert your emotive story here. And I'm so glad I did because the results, you know, have included X, Y, Z for the women who have gone through the journey already. Yeah. So you can see there's a real difference here. We don't buy for logical reasons, the cause, the length of time. We buy off emotion because we get sold on something. So if you want to play with some selling and not informing, then I would say here the first step is getting sold on yourself first. Understanding what the transformation is and how you are unique within your world within your industry. So sell and not inform. The final fifth way of raising, building your wealth frequency right now is introducing personal reach outs into your sales strategy. And naturally I'm going to include a marketing journey for you here, a opportunity for you to learn something new in your marketing and introduce a new strategy, which I know across the board is having a real moment right now. And certainly the strategy that we need to be using in our business in order to be making the sales that we desire to make. And this is based absolutely on trend. You know, I'm seeing across the board, I am lucky enough that I get to look at business from every single stage but also from what I'm hearing from my peers and the conversations that have been being had in other rooms when it comes to multi-six and seven-figure business owners. And the number one thing that is coming through is 100% if you do not have a personalized strategy and sales strategy in your business, you will be missing out. We are talking about this so much in Magnetic Visibility and actually at the time of which I'm recording this podcast, I have just mapped out our bonus training for June, which is the art of communication. So if as you're listening to this podcast, you're thinking, yep, I've been hearing this word on the street, personal reach outs, really not sure how to do this, really not sure how to communicate, I would absolutely recommend that you head to the show notes, have a look at Magnetic Visibility and come and join us. It is a pre-recorded or part-recorded course with a monthly group coaching. And so 100% you're going to want to be in that room learning these strategies if you know that you are on the way to scaling to your next level. But for now, I will share kind of where I think that you could start with this. And ultimately, it is really starting to look at seeing your social media community as a community and really engaging with people who are in your world, in your field right now. So, There's a script that I, or a series of scripts that I share with my clients in Masterminds because, you know, we've all had a bad DM. (laughs) Let's face it, we've all had someone slide into that DM and you're like, really? Um, But there is a way to do it that is really soulful, really conscious, and will create a meaningful conversation. So 
The way that you want to start this is if there are people in your community who are engaging with you right now, if you've had an engagement, if you had a conversation and you are creating, you have an offer that would be perfect for for them right now, then you might want to reach out and say, hey, you know, I know that we have engaged before. I have a new health coaching series or a new business mastermind that is coming out. And when I think about the type of person that I want in that room, it's you. And so I wondered if you had any questions about it or if I can answer any questions for you, let me know if I can. It's personalized. You're making it clear why you think it's perfect for them. And what I will say here is always end with that open-ended question because it creates that opportunity for you to reply. If you haven't had engagement with someone, but you're seeing them lurking in your field, they're opening your emails, they're watching your stories. This is where I would say something like, you know, I've noticed that you're checking the stories related to, you know, insert here, your program. Um, And I have seen from your profile that the list looks perfect for what you do. So I wondered if you had any questions about the the program that I can personally answer for you here. Let me know if I can help you in any way. Again, same thing, but you're not faking that intimacy. You know, you're doing the research. Now, the other way that we can do personal reach outs, if you have any type of conversion event that you're working on right now, whether that is a masterclass or a three-day series, whatever that is, I would definitely recommend in your systems, in your processes, trying to capture people's Instagram handles and then reaching out to them before that event. And what you might want to do is create some form of like a handbook or something that's really going to support them to make the most out of that masterclass and get the best out of it that you could encourage people to come and get from you in the DMs which is going to give you an opportunity to open up that conversation. So if someone were coming into a masterclass that's based on like building your next business strategy to scale to your next level, you know, I would create a document that's going to get them into that kind of CEO scaling strategy mindset. And I'm going to want to be asking them like, what does that next level look like for you? Knowing that I can then create incredible content to support them in their business to do the thing they want to do. And then similarly to this, of course, after any conversion event that you are creating or working in right now, doing your personal reach follow-up. If you know that there were people in that room and there is an upsell, there is something that you're selling off the back of that masterclass, absolutely you want to be reaching out to them to say, you know, hey, I've had a look at your profile. I think you would be perfect for this program do you have any questions? I would love, love, love to talk to you. And just to kind of pull this all together when I'm talking about personal reach outs here and why I think it's so important right now is that it's really building authority, but it's also that extra 1% that a lot of people are not going to be doing right now, that a lot of business owners do not want to go to, but that ultimately is the thing that's getting the results right now. So there's a whole mindset thing that we get to look at. And I'm going to save that for another podcast. But to bring it together, one of the ways in which you can raise your wealth frequency right now, you can build wealth in your business is to create some new sales strategies. And the number one thing I would recommend here is introduce personal reach outs into that sales strategy. So there we have it. My five 
top tips, top tips of June for you to build some wealth this month and raise your wealth frequency energetically, mentally, physically, in all of the ways. I hope this has been helpful. If you have any questions, please do come and say hi over at Pandora Paloma underscore. And if you know that this podcast would be relevant for someone, please do tag, share. Sharing is caring. And then finally, if you would like to learn more about the principles of building an abundant business, building wealth frequency through the principles of shamanism, I have a free masterclass coming out next week shamanic secrets to an abundant business the link is in the show notes i am going to be taking you through how you can learn the principles of shamanism and how that can create more wealth and abundance in your business have a beautiful beautiful rest of the day wherever you are sending you love and magnetism from my corner of the world to yours take care